Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. All right, so Saturday. Now, uh, this was um, this was the longest day, like uh, you know, by by hours, I would say. Um, it started at nine a.m. and the signings ended at six p.m. I think, Jack, is that right? That's right. Yeah. So long day. Um, so and it was a, a long day physically as well. So um, yeah. It was, and Jeremy, let me let me say something. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the hardest part, and you know. This is maybe uh, why staying at the hotel would be uh, a pro mm-hmm. is because uh, the hardest part is getting there in the morning. Yeah, um, it's all it's all fine and good. And you have your second wind when you're excited, even though you're t- also tired. But, you know, I, I think you underestimate how hard it is to, like, get your ass back up the next day and like and like drag yourself all the way there to, like, start another day again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jack, I, I again, like I was like. I went through it last year. It was only, only my first time doing it. That's why I was pushing for the hotel for Friday night, in addition to the to the the snow and the forecast and all that shit. It turns out that the, the forecast ended up not being that bad. So, right. you know, it is what it is. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know, Jack. I mean, having gone through it now yourself, um, like, first, you know, for, for, for yourself, like, um, you can see just how grueling it is. Um, yes, uh, I don't know if I could have overstated it anymore, or I don't know if I could have like stated it properly, like, like, like as much as, you know, just actually experiencing it. But, um, but yeah, so like, uh, we, I mean, and also I, I did not get, I got two hours of sleep that night, Jack, two and a half Jesus. hours, I think. Um, so we wake up bright and early Saturday. The, the plan was Justin Steele was signing at 9am. And so like, yeah, it's just it's too much to get into. But like we were we figured like if we got there like at eight o'clock, maybe we could somehow get in line for steel, even though we knew that it was going to be a long line. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm picking Jack up. So I ended up driving. I'm picking <laughs> I Jack. I remember this this note now. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, Go on. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm picking Jack up. It's like 745 in the morning, maybe a slightly even earlier. Um, yeah. And uh, we're I just pick him up and like you know, the sun is barely out. It's fucking freezing, like cold. And, um, I, I, I drive to the end of Jack's block. I turn to get onto Lakeshore drive to, to drive downtown. And we just see like two guys fighting on the sidewalk. Like some guy was like hitting some guy in the head. Basically. It looked like it was like his brother. Like, I don't think it was his brother, but it's, you know how like a a bigger brother might smack uh, a younger brother in the head or something. Like, it seemed like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And Jack was like, I've never heard Jack like, like Jack's like, oh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> like he was like trying to shake the sleep off of his like, yes. his like essence. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell, man? And, uh, and I'm just like, I just say like, and I have to be a little more with it cause I'm driving and like, I'm just like, man, anyone who's up at seven at this time in the morning on a Saturday morning doesn't need to be seeing this shit. And it was just like, <laughs> whatever, man, let's just keep, we just got to keep going. Just keep moving yeah. ahead. We're not usually around each other this early in the morning, Jeremy. So yeah, yeah it was a a, cha- a change of pace for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, so yeah, so we we drive down there. Uh, we get in line, and um, uh, what what happened exactly here, Jack? Did sure, we, sure, man. We parted ways already, already, right? We we did. Well, because like the steel line was like fucked. 
from yeah. the beginning. It was yeah. just like it was totally, it, uh, totally foobar. What down turned there. it turned out that they opened the the um, the autograph hall at six a.m. or something. Yep. So yep. like we never had a shot. There were people who no. were signed up at six. You gotta give us a shot. We we didn't get our shot. Yep. <laughs> so it, there were people. <laughs> there were people in line at like someone. I heard someone say they were in line at five fifteen a.m. And yes. so like you know that's just what you're dealing with. So like. You could get those guys if you want to line up that early. And some people might want to line up that early. It might be worth it for some people to line up that early. Um, like if Anthony Rizzo was was signing or something, I would consider maybe signing up at 5 you know, a.m. But, like, that's just the situation. Um, so they opened the gates at, or the, oh, the doors at 6. We got there at 8 o'clock, basically. So we had no yeah. shot. Um, Dan, the Dansby Swanson line, who was signing at 10 a.m., I think, I, uh, yeah, I think it was like a, a 11 a.m. It was yeah. 11 a.m. Yeah, that line was already shot. Like, there were people who were already in line. I don't know if we would have st- gotten in that line. Maybe we would have got him. Sure. Like, maybe we would have gotten into the overflow line. Um, it did seem like those guys who had huge, super long lines were signing fast to try to get through as many guys as possible. But it was just... Um, yeah, it was just it was rough for like the the really really top tier top echelon guys. It was really rough to get them. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So we 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 had no shot. Um. And it that that was obvious. Uh. So we had to like pick different guys to get if we wanted to get somebody at nine. I didn't have anybody else I wanted, and I already had Lieber, and you you um had some more Lieber cards you wanted to get signed, and I think you wanted him to give you an inscription. Yeah. So uh you know you you went and got Lieber. Um I uh, I actually went to Whole Foods because I was I was hungry and I didn't have a chance to eat anything. So like you know while you were getting Lieber, I got myself like a breakfast burrito and a cup of coffee from Whole Foods. Um nice. and just kind of kind of chilled. Because we, we knew that the Swan the Swanson line was was screwed too, yeah. so our backup plan was at ten thirty we were going to get Gary Matthews. So yeah. I think that I think that was what we that was what we decided to do. So you ended up getting Lieber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so um you know and so you get into these lines with these guys and like with these other people and like you know all you ask for is for people to be alert. I would say and just keep the line moving. Like obviously like if you're in the back of the line and someone isn't paying attention and like there forms like a, a foot gap in front of them or something like, it doesn't mean that you're not getting there any sooner. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's not slowing you down because the guy isn't currently signing or you're not next or something, but it's right. annoying. It's just annoying to like be in a long line and see someone not paying attention. And then there's like a, there's like space for like 10 people in front of them. It's like, move, like get up, just move. So we at least have the, uh, Im- I- like the, uh, impression that we're actually moving forward in line, you know? And there was this big dumb Lummox guy in front of me. And like, he got in line in front of me and he was like talking to like the Cubs, uh, security guards, like the usher people who were at the top, the front of the line and handing out tickets. And, like, he was asking him all these stupid questions and saying, like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to get Steele or Swanson, so I might as well get in Lieber, right? And, like, and I was just, like, I'm, I I looked around him. I'm, like, let me just go around you, dude, so you can talk these people's ear off and just leave me out of the equation. But he ended up grabbing his ticket and going in front of me in line. And I'm, like, this guy's going to be a problem. He turned out to not talk. I, like, put it out there that I didn't want to talk to him. And so he started talking to people behind me. And he just was, he was, not only was his back to the line and just talking these people's ears off, but he was moving around. He was like, 
sh- shifting his weight from what he just was in constant movement the whole time. It's like he was the Muhammad Ali of the John Lieber line, like just like <laughs> just like just bobbing and weaving around the whole time. And and he was it was one of those things where like he was ma- he was actually making me nervous. You know, people say that it's like, hey, sit down. You're making me nervous. Like this guy actually was making me nervous by the way. He was just bopping around and he was like an older guy. And I just had to turn my back to him and just ignore his ass because he was fucking driving me crazy and again it's like you know 8 30 in the morning or something i'm on two yep. and a half hours of sleep um and so so then the line starts moving and i just like go past him i'm like normally i would have been like hey buddy line's moving but he had like a bag with a bat and he was like talking to these people and it's honestly i was doing him a favor by putting him closer to the people he was talking to and i just i just walked by him and like i feel like that's maybe not a kosher thing to do but i was just like screw this guy man and so i had to just get by him and he wouldn't be the last guy who was like annoying in line, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, so I ended up getting Lieber. I did get, uh, John Lieber to sign, um, to inscribe, uh, 20 wins, uh, 20 wins, 2001, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I, think I, I think I maybe said it on last year's recap, but it's like one of the cool things about these signings is that you can get guys to like inscribe for you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're usually pretty willing to, to do that. Um, well, yeah. I'll say, I'll say no one said no, like in either of the two years. So like, I just said like, Hey John, could you add this inscription? And I had writ- written it down already. And he's like, yeah, sure. And like, it looked like he was like struggled to read it a little bit. Um, but like he, uh, he signed it exactly like a, I, I asked for, and it turned out awesome. Like the, the marker I used was really nice. Um, then I ended up getting Bailey Horn right after that. Um, and then like, yeah, it was 10 o'clock and we, you know, it was getting close to 10 o'clock. So we just went upstairs and. Um, I did. I meet you in line for the Gary, for Gary yeah, Matthews. I yeah, think. yeah. I think I think we met near the line and just got in got in line. Um, yeah, yeah. And so somebody was signing before. Um, it was Boogan JD. Yeah, yeah, Boogan JD. And so like we we were in the second line, uh, the Matthews line, and we were in good shape for that because we were like we were like fifth or sixth in line, so yeah. we were we were good. Um, in front of us there was this guy, and it's one of those things like when you where, when you learn a new word you you hear it like five or six times within the next day after i saw this guy jeremy i kept seeing him like just for the whole rest of the convention <laughs> I, yeah i did see him a couple more times too <laughs> yeah I, and i the way i was like he looks like somebody and he he looked to me like uh eddie bunker who plays mr white in reservoir dogs and okay he's like an author um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you know, uh, folks, Google Google Eddie Bunker, um, you know, if you want to you want to see this guy. But that was, to me, that was what he looked like. He was an old, like, tall, kind of, like, goofy-looking guy. Eddie Bunker looks a little more serious. So th- this is like Eddie Bunker if Eddie Bunker, you know, would get up at in the morning to stand in line for Gary Matthews. Um, Je- Jack, do you know um, Merlin Olsen? Um, let, me, let, me look, let me look up. He, uh, he was a former... Um, he played football for the Rams, but he also then became an actor. I think he was, um, uh, he was on little house on the Prairie and, uh, some other stuff. But, um, if uh-huh. you, if you see a picture of him with like gray hair, um, he looked, you know, and this guy was like a rich, you know, successful football player and actor and, and commentator. But like, if he was, if the guy in front of us in line, wasn't as well off in life as, as Merlin Olsen was, he kind of looks like him a little bit too. I would say. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could I could see that. And yeah, I, I, I recognize uh that actor. Um uh yeah, that's uh that's a good one too. So yeah, basically he was just a big tall, like weird, weird looking guy. Um 
And, you know, he starts talking to us, uh, you know, he, because that's what happens when you're in line. He just turns around and, and starts talking to us. And he, he starts talking to us about the Harry Karaoke. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was, was going to be any good. But, but yeah, they, they got the crowd going. Yeah. Um, and, like, it, it was such an, uh, like, just a, a, a country bumpkin type of statement. Like, you know, yeah. Jeremy, we've seen our share of karaoke before, and they, they did not really have the crowd going on that one. No. I mean, it, it's it's just, like, it's the lowest rung of karaoke that you could possibly, <laughs> you know, ask for. The guy, the guy, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if this is offensive to do, to try to do the guy's voice, but, like, just the way he, he said it with such, like, country wonderment. Um, not to sound like a, you know, fucking coastal elite or something, but like, yeah, like, oh, they had a karaoke. They got the crowd going. And it's like, <laughs> all right, man, like, have you never seen? I'm sure, surely, sir, you had to have seen some sort of karaoke or live music performance in your life. Like that was maybe a little more lively or a little more like impressive than what Harry karaoke was. But anyway, um, yeah. but he kept going on about all kinds of stuff. And like, he was doing the thing too, where he was like listening into our conversation and then chiming in. I forgot yes. what I was saying. I said something like, yeah, I was trying to get, uh, you know, John Lieber or something. I wanted to get Lieber to do this. And then he's just like, Oh, did you get him? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got him. You know, whatever. Like, it was like, I wasn't talking to you, but yeah, I got him. And yeah. And, so he had a mini bat in his hand. Yep. And was just and if you guys if listeners if you recall the experience with Nat's Pud uh last year how he was holding that pen in his hand and just pointing it at people like did you get him? And he was like he would like stick his pen in in my face and I'd be like hey hey watch it with the pen. Like I was actually yep. calling him out cuz he was like a fucking kid. But this fucking guy was pointing the bat in our face. And like using it as like a a, a mod like a like a, a, a you know a capper to his point, he'd like say something yes. like, "Hey, you know this guy's pretty darn good," and he'd like wave the friggin' bat in our face, and it was getting close to our faces it, to hitting it us. It was, yeah, it was, and like it that it wouldn't have been it would not have been pleasant to get hit in the face with that bat. No, it was it was. The, I mean, it's funny that he was a big ox of a guy and had this like toy bat, like this like like <laughs> mini bat, but still, it was just like. And he was like kind of hunched. He kind of had like a hump back a little bit, and like just yeah. He just looked kind of like a big clod, and was just like waving this bat. And I'm like, dude, this guy clearly can misjudge this bat and hit us. And I'm like, just fucking, just get the bat away from us a little bit, please. Uh, yes. So, so yeah. So anyway, um, it was uh, it was kind of funny. I he said a bunch of stuff to us, but like yeah, yeah. We ended up uh, getting the line started, and we got in there and got Gary Matthews. We did. Uh, when we got Matthews, uh, Jeremy, I think he asked you a question, but he asked me a question he, when I got up there, and he was like, "What's going on today?" And I was like, "Oh, not much." And like, yeah, I thought I thought it was just uh, he was just asking me that to say like, "What's up?" Like, you know, yeah, what's going on? But he was he was actually asking me about the convention, and he's like, "They still got the vendors downstairs?" And I was like, uh, "I was like, yeah, I don't know, man." He's like, "Yeah, back in the day, they had all these vendors." And I was like, cool. Well, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks for the autograph. And then I left. It was like, why, why was he trying to get information from me? <laughs> yeah, no. So he, I, I was first Jack and he, he asked me, he's yeah. like, he saw my book with my baseball cards and he's like, Are they selling baseball cards downstairs. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. They got a range of cards, but these are mine. And I thought he was just asking like, Oh, did you, I thought he was like 
implying like, oh, did you go downstairs and buy all these cards? Yes. And I'm like, if that was the ang- I thought that was the angle he was taking. And I was like, no, 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 these are mine. These are my collection. I brought them myself. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, they got vendors down there. I know, like, you know, and so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's vendors down there, whatever. He clearly wasn't, uh, like, satisfied with my answer because then he turned around and asked you the same thing. Yes. It's kind of funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't know if he was going down there to buy a Rick Sutcliffe rookie card or something, but, like, it was it was kind of funny that, like, he he was, like, peppering us for questions. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Um, you you are right that like he has a crazy autograph. Um, so that was uh, that was something. But yeah, he signed for uh, he signed for me, and it, it looks good. And um, you know, I think yours turned out pretty good too. So yeah, at, at this point, um, it was uh, uh, about eleven or yeah, but it was about eleven o'clock, and I, I don't think I had anybody who I wanted at eleven. Um, so I I decided to go up by the green room. To see if I, because Council oh. was on TV with Boog. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to maybe see if I can, like, snag Council or some guys up by the green room. And I think at that point, you went down to the lobby uh, or to the autograph area because I think you were going to get some get some guys down there. Yeah. You know, Jack, I'm trying to recall exactly what happened because we, um, did we both get, we both got Mark Leiter, right? Uh, yes, we yes we did. We okay. did both get Mark Light. So so we both went down. This is like kind of a crucial moment of the weekend, I would say. Like we both went back down to the autograph hall, and this was your first time getting an autograph in the autograph hall, I think, right? Yeah, I think it was. So we get in line um, to get. So we get Mark Lighter. He just got a new card. He just finally got his first Cubs card in uh, the yep. the update set. So uh, 2023 update. So. Um, we we got him um and then like basically like it's weird they they let like the guys are sitting on table at at tables and then behind them is like a blue curtain and you know behind the curtain is like where the the players come in like it's like kind of like the staging area but for some reason they had the the people go through that curtain and exit all the way to the right um so basically you get your autograph and then they shoot you out all the way at the other end of the uh convention room during in this row where there's all these like where there are vendors where the Gary Matthews, uh, you know, vendors are. Um, so uh, it spits us out over there. And like I did, as we were in line, I did hear Jack say something like, mm, I wonder we saw that council was being interviewed on TV. And I heard you say, Jack, like, oh, I wonder if you could go up there and, you know, I wonder if it's worth going up there to get him. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'm in like I'm in the, the zone at this point yep. just based off of last year and so like it spits us out at the all the way at the end which is frustrating because i want to get right back in line to, yeah. to get someone else um so i got lighter i was gonna get wesneski and quas because i don't have wesneski on a cubs card yet and i don't i got i did get the quas um custom card but he he had a a new Cubs card in uh, heritage high number that i wanted to get so it would have been cool to get both of those guys but um, I was in line, and the line was moving kind of slow. But but even even still, that I like we we go through the line. I'm like kind of like run walking to get back in line. And Jack, I heard you say like, uh, "Jerry, where are you going? Uh, are you getting in the cross line?" And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, no time to turn around and answer, Jack. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like we just gotta get. I just gotta get in line. And like, I assumed like you were. I, I don't, I think you were, I think we kind of said like, I, I said that that's where I was going and like, yeah, I think you were like, you were going to go with me or whatever. But 
So I get in line and then like you kind of, I kind of like look back and, and we see you kind of like lean in and you're like, uh, Jerry, I'm going to go upstairs, uh, to the, to the, to try to get counsel. Like, you know, feel yep. free to do what you got to do. And I was like, okay, like, you know, that's fine. But it was one of those things where it's like, we, in my mind, it's like, it's begun, you know, like we're like, yep. I'm in this, like for the next six hours, six, seven hours, I'm going to be going in this loop perpetually. Yep. Yeah. You, you, you've got that dog in you. Like I said, man, like, like you said, you were, you were like run walking. I couldn't keep up with you. So yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, and, and like, yeah, I, I already had Wisniewski and Quas. Um, yeah. I, I only had Quas on the custom and I, I had a tops update card for him, but I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to see what's, what's doing upstairs. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and so yeah, this is this is where we. You're right, where we parted ways, and 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 it was like that for. I don't think we would actually hook back up until much later in the day. Yeah, it was a good, I say, at least four hours um, yep. before we 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 met up again. But like, yeah, no, in my mind. So like last year, I did not see. I did not come out of that. It's not really a basement, but it's like the first floor. I didn't come out of that autograph room until the end of the day. And then Sunday I was there the whole time. I didn't see one panel. I didn't stop to eat. I'm not even sure if I peed. Like I'm not even sure yep. if I like like went to the bathroom like at any point during that day. Um, I could you could sit down like while you're in line, so that was nice. But I did not leave that room one second. I mean, I did not yes. eat that whole time. Um, so like that's just that's just part of the beast. If you want to maximize your autographs, that's what you got to do. And um, like I said, I was. I wasn't sure. I, I I guess Jack. I was thinking like we were. That's what the plan was. Like we were just gonna do that for the whole weekend or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was just that's that was just my mo. So I had I had like I said I had I reupped of like cards of all those guys. So I was that's that was just my game plan. So sure. I get in line for Wisniewski and Quas. I guess you go upstairs. Yeah. Um, the thing about it, Jack. I like so. I have a friend. Um, who uh, works with the Cubs? Maybe I won't mention him by name because just in case this is frowned upon. But like, he he hooked he hooked it up and he he saved me a spot for the Aramis Ramirez line. Yeah, that was crucial, dude. Because I, I would have gotten in that line, but I, I came back down at one point and it was just completely you know impossible. Right, right. And like, I think we both could have. I think he would have you know let us both squeeze sure. in or whatever. So, but like, there was no. We didn't. It was kind of so so like like. I turned around and you said you were going upstairs and there was already like four people between us. So it was just like, okay, well we're, we're just on our own, I guess. But yep. so I ended up, I actually, the cross line was taking so long that like, I knew at some point they were going to take the people in the Aramis Ramirez line and, and like shuffle them in to, to line. So I'm like, I, I, I want to get these guys, but I really want Ramirez. And plus this guy's holding me a spot. So I'm like, I got a bail on the, the, the cross, um, uh, was Nesky line. So I bailed, I got in line with my buddy. Um, and he, I just snuck right in. I mean, it's not, I'm not super proud of myself, but I snuck right in and I got, uh, I got in the ARAM line and I was like, we were like, maybe like maybe 10 people back. Like I was one wow. of the first 10 people to get ARAM. So I got Aramis Ramirez, and uh, he was one of the people who was inducted into the Cubs Hall of Fame yep. that weekend. And uh, I asked him if he would sign uh, Cubs Hall of Fame 2024, and he did. And so that's probably one of my nicest autographs of the weekend. I got yeah. Aramis Ramirez. He put his number on there, and then he wrote Cubs HOF 24. Um, so I'm pretty pretty pleased with that one. Um, it looks really nice. So, uh, yeah, I was... 
honestly, I wanted Nick Madrigal even more than Aramis Ramirez, uh, just because I have these certain cards of um, Madrigal. But because you can do this, I got him also, and I got Justin Grimm. So in that 12 o'clock hour, I got Aramis Ramirez, and I went to the Grimm line, and then I went to the Madrigal line. And Madrigal, I was, I remember I texted you, Jack. I'm like, I'm going to need a miracle to get Madrigal. It was like, it was like, um, that was a 12 o'clock hour. It was like 1247, and I was fairly far back. Um, but he was signing fast and I, and the, the ushers were trying to move people along really quick. And so I got up there, I had three cards for him to sign. I'm like, uh, Nick, if you could do this one. And then if you have got time for these two and he's like, okay, I can't yep. even really kind of capture the way he said it, but he's like, okay. And then he just puts his <laughs> head down and just boom, 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 like signs all three of them. And I was like. Again, it was another like fucking like five pound weight off my back just to get those done because I've been yeah. carrying those around for so long. Plus, with the acquisition of Michael Bush, I'm not sure how long Madrigal is going to be around. So, like, I was really pleased to get him knocked out. So, yeah. um, one other thing that's really funny, I got Grim, and uh, I asked him for the 2016 World Series champs inscription, and he said something weird to me. He's like. I'm like, uh, Justin, can you can you add the World Series champs inscription? And he said something like, it's like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Uh, he's like, you know, I don't want to get yelled at. And he's like, you know, my wife's yelled at me before. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, your wife yelled at you for not putting the 2016 Cubs inscription? Like, <laughs> and I just, I kind of just moved past that. And I, I did tell him, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, that was a hell. It's like, I, I said to him, I'm like, I still remember that double play, man. And he's like, oh, thank you. And then. That was it. We moved on. Nice. But uh but yeah, so um yeah, so I knocked all three of those guys out in the twelve o'clock hour, which was fucking awesome. So that was yeah, really nice. Yeah. That's uh that's good stuff. Um yeah, upstairs, uh so I, I went back by the green room and there was like this this these uh set of tables by the you know, where a little bit in front of the green room and there's seats there. So I went to go just sit down at one of those and try to see if I could scope out any guys. Um I so Bob Dernier uh, comes up and I, I wasn't sure if that was him or not, um, but like he was like he said something to his security guard and it was like an old guy who was like talking to people like he knew people and it looked like Dernier from last night. So I was like, okay, that that I think that was him. And so he goes into there, there was like a season ticket holder thing going on in in the green room, um, uh, some exclusive whatever. So he goes in there probably to like schmooze with the, you know, the highest roller season ticket holders. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, shit, like, you know, I don't know if council's going to come out, but like Dernier might come back out. And when he comes out, I want to, I want to get him because he didn't have, I don't think he had any signings listed on either Saturday or Sunday. So yeah, it's like, you. it was weird, Jack, because yeah. he was listed to sign with Glendon Rush on Sunday yep. morning. And then they took him off of the signing. But then Sunday morning comes around and he's sitting there next to Glenn and Rush signing. So I don't know how, what happened there, but uh, but no, yeah. uh, it was yeah, it was it was strange. Um, but an- anyway, um, I was like, okay, I want to get him. So while I'm waiting for him, Jose Quas comes up and like he he try he's like goes to take an elevator downstairs. I don't know what he was doing up there because like he had just signed. Yeah. But anyway, I wasn't gonna get him because like he was with his family. But it took so long for that elevator to come. And nobody else was coming up to him. I was like, ah, 
fuck it. So I just, I went over and I was like, Jose, you got time for one? And he signed for me. So I got Quas on his tops update, which was cool. Yeah. Um, also, I just like, I did not look up in time, but uh, Justin Steele walked into the same room Dernier did. And if I would have just had the, uh, if I would have just seen him a little bit sooner, I could have gotten Steele. Uh, so that that was a miss because, like, you know, I have his heritage card, and you know, it, he was impossible to get a few hours earlier. But whatever, I can I can live with that one, even though I don't have him on a card. Um, anyway, uh, so Dernier Dernier kind of comes back out, and he he does come back out, and he he starts talking to people again, security guards, whatever, like a couple people he knows. And so there's this dad who's at the table with me, and by dad I mean like a guy our age, and he's got a he's got like a little toddler. Um, you know, three, four-year-old kid. And they had been sitting there for a little while, but, like, he had Cubs gear on, and, like, he was obviously a Cubs fan. And so I, I ask him, uh, and again, remember, he's, like, our age, Jeremy. I ask him, I was like, hey, is that is that Bob Dernier? Because I just wanted to make sure, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not you. Like, I'm pretty sure this is the guy, but, like, I don't want to uh, have to stand the embarrassment of going up to a <laughs> random person at CubsCon and asking them for an autograph and having <laughs> yeah. them be like, I'm nobody. That, that's just, it's mortifying, right? So you yeah. don't want it to happen. So you just want to make double sure. So this guy who's, like, clearly a Cubs fan, I ask him, I'm like, hey, is that Bob Dernier? And he looks at me, like, with a deer in the headlights look, and he goes, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like... Thanks a lot, man. You fucking idiot. Like really? And so so then there there were these two older guys, you know, maybe in their like 50s, who were just like having having a beer at the at the table, at the different part of the table. And so I I go up to them and I ask them, I'm like, "Hey, is that is that Bob Dernier?" And one of the guys looks and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's him." And I was like, "All right, cool. Thanks." So whatever, I go up to Dernier, I get his autograph. He's cool about it. Whatever. I got him. But like We've encountered this before, Jeremy, where you try to get help from somebody, yeah. and it's like, they're just completely useless. Yep. And it's like, great, man. Like, what purpose are you serving? Why are you here if you don't, like, know what, if you don't know anything? Yeah. It was very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah, no, it definitely. It's like, I could use a little help here, buddy. Like, yep. I'm not asking you to, like, fucking go up there and, and, you know, get ask him to sign my card, and then I can hand him the card. It's just like, do you know anything? Can you just tell me yes or no like yeah yeah it's frustrating yeah and and then then to act like you're completely nonplussed when you're when you're asked the question it's just like yeah i, I don't know whatever it's we we know we you know we've had it happen it's not the first time so yeah anyway a bottom line i did get dernier which was which was uh good the, the autograph looks good so i was happy that even though i didn't get counsel like i was able to pick off a few guys and i should say in that same area on friday night i also got jody davis as well so that is a Maybe we shouldn't say that on the podcast because it's a it's kind of a secret uh, it's a it's a cheat code, but that's mm -hmm. a good area to get autographs. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, yeah. So if that's did you get him when I was um, uh, in the secret signing session? J I guess? Jody Davis. Yeah, uh, yeah, have, right? yeah. Probably because we weren't together, so you were still down there. I think. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. In that time, uh, while you were up there, I should also mention that there was a guy in the Justin Grimm line who was like watching a college basketball game on his phone. At yeah. full volume. <laughs> and I'm like, what? what is wrong with you, dude? Like, you know, you get on a train in Chicago or the bus and people are like listening to music out of their phone, like full volume. And you want to you just want to bash their heads in with a fucking yes. baseball bat. But this guy was like just in line watching this college basketball. Game. It's like, where are your fucking headphones, dude? Like, 
this is a this is an overall problem outside of just Cubs convention. So I won't go on. We've all experienced it. I would I would assume. So like, sure. It, it was just super annoying. He was right behind me, and like, it was it was super annoying. Um, during that time, Jack, while you were up there, I I also got uh, Jordan Wicks. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, I, yeah, I got him to sign his cup his uh, tops now like debut card. I ended up getting Glendon Rush as well, um, at his table during that time. But um, then I guess about that time, like you, we both kind of reconvened back upstairs um, to get Manny Trio, um, mm-hmm. though still separate. You were like, you were ahead of me in line, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was because I think you were getting some other guy. Um, I, yeah. So I think I was getting. So yeah, I, I, I was pretty. I was pretty far up in the trio line. I mean, there were maybe only fifteen people in front of me. But yeah. even so, it took freaking forever for me to get up there because Trio was taking a really long time with, like, everybody, and he was interacting, which is cool. But when you're like us and you want to get as many as you can, it's like you just want to get the guy's autograph, and then you want to you move on, um, yeah. especially in this case. So whatever. We were in line. We weren't together. You pointed out to me, though, in the overflow line, <laughs> yeah. who, who, who's there and sitting down but sweatpants guy? Yep. Um. And I think I texted you like, yeah, like it figures that sweatpants guy would be in the trio overflow. Like yeah, yeah. that that's the perfect line for like the first sighting of, of him. Yeah, it's that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like you really got to be late to the show to, to have to go to the trio overflow line. Like it's not he's not <laughs> yeah. exactly he's not exactly uh, Dansby Swanson. So, no, um, you know, for a couple of guys like us, like we were excited to get trio. But like, yeah, um, it was it, it was. Yeah, no, it's totally accurate, Jack. Um, so, yeah, trio was like it, it was it was kind of sweet a little bit. Like, I feel like trio probably was like the most excited guy to be there. Yep. Um, I don't know how many of these he's done before, but he wasn't there last year. And um, I was telling someone in line, I'm just like, Manny Trio lived a whole life before I was even aware of baseball. Like, he actually was a good player, like, in his younger days. I only knew him on the late 80s Cubs. And, I mean, to be quite honest, he seemed like a bum at that point. Sure. He was, like, a two-time, like, all-star um at least two times he was on the 80 he was he was a 1980 nlcs mvp for the phillies so like this guy was like uh, a stud for a while um and uh and yeah so anyway you get him jack um uh do you have anything about your interaction he uh I, i think like i just i gave him the card i didn't really have a lot to say to him i actually wanted to ask him if he'd ever been to bien mesabe because i think he's been he's He's Venezuelan. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, the chances are good, maybe. I, it's like I didn't want to pull a Norman. But um, anyway, <laughs> I, I, give him the, I give him the marker, and I was like, hey, could you, could you use this one? And he's like, all right, all right, we'll use this one. And then he signed for me. And it, it was just like, I don't know, it was kind of weird. But I, I got the autograph. It looks good on the card. You, you gave me the card, Jeremy. Thank you for that. So, yeah, uh, yeah it was good. I, I wanted to be quick, though, because I was like, this guy's taking, you know, 45 seconds with every single person. So yeah. I, I want to I be the guy who's, like, quick. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Jack, I recently went. I went to Bien Sabe maybe like uh, right around Christmas with with my nice. brother, um, and uh, they got the autographs up there still. And um, yeah, they got some good guy. Altuve's been there. Uh, Salvador wow. Perez. Um, uh, there's some good autographs. Johnny Cueto, I think, had been there. 
Not yeah, not a, like who knows, man. Maybe someday we'll get a graph there ourselves. You know, I, I know we definitely should go there. We should still go. There. That was a plan at one point to go there on like a Friday night, like yep. for dinner or something. Because I bet yep. there's some guys in there. But anyway, so okay, so yes, trail was taking a long time. So long, in fact, that like in front of me was a dad and two kids, and the, of course, like everyone gets a thing signed. Everyone, everybody in the party gets something signed. Then they take a picture, and then they take like combinations of pictures. But Manny Trio actually like jumped off the platform and like stood with like stood on the ground with these two kids and took a picture and like people were he jumped off and the guy's like 73 years old I think and yep. and the people were like whoa whoa hey you know you know maybe don't jump next time and he's like oh yes next time yeah I was like I, I'm not gonna do that again um, <laughs> and then like it's funny because there's only stairs on one side of the platform so he had to walk back around the stage and get up and I was the next person so I was waiting. For him to to you know to 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 get reset so I could step up and get my autograph. Now I have my book in tow, my 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 uh my my yeah my book, and so most pages I have six guys. Some pages I I'm starting to put eight guys on a page now just because I'm bringing more cards and I need more spots. So I think you know I had this page with like eight guys, two rows of four. I put the book up in front of the guys. Sometimes guys get confused and they sign one and then they, they almost go to sign another one. And I have to be like, Oh no, 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 that's it. That's it. You know, just the one. Um, and they, or they stop, they see another guy and they stop themselves and like, Oh, you know, I almost signed this other card. So trio looks at my book and I'm like, man, if you could do this one and maybe this one. And then he goes like, you only have two. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. And he like, I figured I'd take it easy on you. Just two this time. And he's yep. like, he's like, okay, okay. Just two. And then he's like, he's signing and he's like, if you have another, I will sign it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, man, thank you. Thank you, Manny. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, so it, that was a, just a funny little exchange with him. And I got him and moved on. Um, Jack, where did you go after the trio line? Jeez, man. I, uh, I, I think I may have gone back up upstairs or just to take a break i took a few periodic breaks uh yeah. during this time um so I, I think i think it was kind of break time for me um you know I, I did get alcantara so i think that was the next autograph that i got okay um, i got some stuff before him so you 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 did and i i think um triantos was the was the block before alcantara and i ended up getting him on the tail end i think mm-hmm. um but uh yeah and anyway um uh, so yeah, that that was the next one I got. So yeah, yeah. you got Triantos after that, right? Yes. At some point, okay. I, I was in line because I guess I got Cade Horton too. I think right after Manny Trio. Yep. Um. So I got Cade Horton, and then um I was um, like, I think it was maybe when I was in line for Horton. I heard some guys say like, yeah, you know, uh, there's been guys signing at the South Bend booth too uh, all day, uh, or you know, periodically throughout the day. And so like, again, the South Bend Cubs booth is in that area where it spits you out and like and again I'm, i kind of put my head down and just try to bob and weave and get through all those people so, so i can get back in line so i never really stopped and looked and and looked for guys so i don't i don't know if it was during this time or what but like i looked over and james trantos was at the myrtle beach uh booth the myrtle beach pelicans booth yeah and so i was like oh should i get him like um i'm like no he's gonna have a signing just you know in like in a half hour or something so i'll wait um but um but I, I went over to the South Bend booth, and I'm like, do you guys have anyone else coming up soon? And the guy's like, yeah, uh, Matt Shaw is going to be here uh, any minute now. Damn. And and so I, I kind of hung around, and like sure enough, Matt Shaw comes walking over. 
and they interview him and I'm, I'm like right up in front, um, while they interview him. And like, honestly, if you go, if you went to the, um, South Bend Cubs, uh, social media accounts, they, they show that there's someone who was like working this camera, like who was filming the interview and he had a phone with him and he, he showed Matt Shaw and then panned over and showed the crowd watching. And like, I'm in the video, um, nice, like, man. W- watching Shaw get autographed. So then Shaw sits down and he signs and I was able to knock Matt Shaw out right there. Uh, again, get who you can get when you can get them. So yep. I had two cards for Matt Shaw and he signed them both. And like, it was fucking awesome because I was able to knock him out. Um, so I got him, I went back, I got, uh, Hayden McGarry and BJ Murray. Um, and then I got James Triantos. I actually got him on a game used, uh, Jersey that I won at an auction, uh, last year from, uh, the South Bend Cubs. It was a nice game used Triantos Jersey. So I was, like I said, I was taught the, the same Jersey. I was talking to the Cubs Twitter guy about, so I decided yeah. to get him to sign it. So he signed it and, uh, I got that knocked out. So that was pretty cool. I, I brought it up to him. I'm like, Hey James, I got the gamer here. And uh, he's like, what do you want me to write on it? <laughs> like, uh, um, I'm just like, uh, could you sign it? And then just write game used. And so he, yeah. he signed that. And, um, and yeah, so I had that. Um, and then, okay, so then this was a this was a weird little jumble there. Did did you get Brent Brennan Davis at this? Yes, point? I did. I got Brennan Davis too. Okay, so yeah, that's funny. You were in the one the only line that I didn't go into at that time. That's funny. So yeah, I got McGeary and Murray. Then I got Triantos, and then I got in the Matt the Michael Bush line. The Michael Bush line seemed really long, and I was like, eh, we might not. I might not get through this. So I I went. I got the other guys first. Then. There was still a little time left, so I like I got in the Michael Bush line, and then was it Jack? Was it then that you texted me and you were like, "Dude, Rick Sutcliffe is at the Fergie Jenkins signing upstairs, right?" Yeah, because I, I I passed them, and then uh, yeah, that you must have been in line for Bush when I texted you that. Yes, because I, I I think I was down in line for Alcantara, but like I I had Al- seen Alcantara was- Alcantara is like five p.m. That's still two hours in the in the future. Oh geez, this is all all a jumble then. Yes, um, yeah. Wow. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm I must have te- I texted you about that because I saw I saw those guys. Did you so, get Canario? Uh, well, we can Jesus, get. Jesus, yeah, I did get Canario. Okay. I got to pull the schedule up. here. Yeah, that was ahead of it. Yeah, hey, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Well, okay, so so yeah, you so Fergie was signing at the marquee booth at three o'clock yep. at the same time. You saw Sutcliffe. We were both like aghast that we missed Sutcliffe. And yep. it was too late at this point to get in the line. So I actually bailed out of the Michael Bush line. And I went, I was like going to see if I could somehow hang by the the Sutcliffe, like as he walked off and maybe I could get him as he walked away. Cause some people did that with Fergie last year. Um, and he, he was like, he was leaving and it wasn't going to happen. Um, yep. But as I was going up on the escalator, I saw Bob Dernier Yep. And so then I go up to the f- fourth floor and I pass by you and I'm like, Hey man. And I got right back on the elevator going down. And then you, we kind of like try to communicate with each other. And I go like, I saw Bob Dernier, but I had to like yell it to you. And then I realized like, I just yelled this out loud to everybody. Yeah. So I pulled kind of like the Cubs Twitter guy, but at least I had a, re- <laughs> at least I had a reason for doing it. Um, so I went down, I, I went up the escalator back down and, and then, um, I, I went over by Denier and I again ended up getting Denier, uh, mm-hmm. as he was like leaving that marquee area to go upstairs for the signing. 
Um, so he was cool. He said, he's like, guys, I'll only sign a, I can only sign a couple. I got to get upstairs. He's like, but if I see you around, I'll sign for you then. I'm not trying to hide from anybody. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. But I, so again, I, I get, get him when you, while you can. So I, I got yep. him. Then Jack, I went back downstairs to the autograph signing, still got in the Michael Bush line and still got him. I mean, That's like, crazy. I'm like flying high at this point And we're like, yeah. you know. And I think at this point, like, I might have said, like, I was questioning Dennis and Dennis's existence. And I was like, I'm like, I'm the Dennis of the Cubs convention, man. Like, screw Dennis. Like, I'm fucking killing it at this Cubs convention. And yeah. uh, and he's like, you know, and Dennis is just like, what the fuck, man? And it's like, I don't know, Dennis. Like, I'm killing. I'm cleaning up here. So it's you. It's not it's not the convention. Yeah, no, man. And that that's that that just goes to show you what like a crazy jumble the day starts to become once it yeah. gets to be this point i mean <laughs> hell man I, I i completely forgot that i got canario and brennan davis but i did yeah um and you know i was just looking at my autographs before we started recording but like yeah i i had t- it totally that totally slipped my mind christ i thought i thought it went from trio to alcantara but like no there were a couple guys in between that and i mean you got like five guys you know to my two so yeah yeah it was it was it was an insane part of the day for sure it it was crazy it was crazy i also i'm just remembering now that i got ray burris at 9 a.m also i forgot right i got lieber horn and ray burris at nine o'clock um and then went down and got um uh uh, gary matthews but um but yeah so then uh so get michael bush at some point somehow i got uh Canar, I went. I got Rucker. I got Rucker on the uh, the the nameplate that I bought. Uh, that I mentioned. I got Ru- I got Rucker too on a minor league card. Yes, that's right. So yep. um so yeah and like yeah I would have got him on that custom but the the mail screwed me. So I got him on the nameplate. Then I went in line and I got Porter Hodge. Porter Hodge had no one in line for him, which it was almost a little kind of sad. But yep. I got through to him real quick and got Hodge. And then I think I went over and got Canario. You were already gone from the line, I think, at that point. Yep. But I, I got two uh, from Canario. Um, and I was even going to try to get Palencia and Amaya, but I think I had to, like, there wasn't going to be enough time. But, uh, again, I got three guys during that hour, which was awesome. And then the next hour, which was the last hour of the day, Yep. Um, I ended up getting Ben Brown. I got Luke Little. Um. I got Luis Vazquez and I got Kevin Alcantara. So I got four guys during that that hour. Yeah, I got I got Alcantara and Luke Little during that time. Yeah, very nice. I got Luke Little. I was at Luke Little's major league debut, so I asked him to like put that inscription on there. And so he, it's funny. I I like wrote it down. I'm like, you know, Luke, could you uh, add this uh, inscription? I was at your major league debut, and he's like, yeah, I can try. And uh, he just all he you know he wrote MLB debut nine six twenty three. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool to get. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, it was kind of, it was just at that point in the day, it, we should say that like the, the autograph hall kind of clears up a little bit during that time. Yes. Pete Crow Armstrong was signing at 5 PM. So that was kind of a crazy line for him. But yep. Jack, I heard from someone that PCA got through, he was signing so fast. He got yep. through about five lines worth of people. Jesus Christ. So, like, you think about the guarantee line, the overflow line, and then the some kid was telling me, he's like, yeah, he got through, like, two more, like, three total, like, overflow lines, three or four overflow lines. So, like, wow, he was signing, like, a madman, I guess. And uh, I did see the line moving pretty quickly. And so, like, 
if you'd gotten line for him, you probably could have got him, but there's no way to have known that, you know, he was going to do that, that, for that sure. quickly. So, so yeah, anyway, it was, um, it was just a crazy time right then. And, uh, we pretty much cleaned up basically. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, Jeremy, you, you made a note about this guy and I, I'm glad because I saw him too, but it was this guy with, with a chair. Um, yeah. And he was in the li- in line for Keegan Thompson, and like it was one of those things where like the line was like where they have all the stanchions where you're supposed to go. Like they, they made everybody line up behind those who wanted Thompson because the guy before Keegan Thompson had to finish signing. So anyway, whatever. Like after that guy finishes, they let all the Keegan Thompson people in, and you know this, these people start to go in this line, and then all of a sudden I I hear some guy yelling, "The Thompson line starts here." The Thompson line starts here, excuse me. And, like, this fucking huge guy with this big-ass chair that he's, like, carrying behind him. And, like, um, uh, he's wearing a, a mask that's, like, half down his his, uh, his mouth. He's just oh, yelling wow. at people because he's like, he's, like, mad that, you know, he, he thinks that he's being skipped in this Thompson line. So it was this guy with this big-ass chair who was just a total mess. Yeah. And that seemed to be your... your you know the way you perceived it as well <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's funny because i wouldn't have like i couldn't picture this guy this guy seemed like he didn't have enough like life in him to yell out loud <laughs> um but uh yeah he was just like he would set his fucking uh chair down and he had two bags with him he had this huge long like gym bag with like fucking stuff to get signed probably and he yep. would just Stand up, he would, he, this chair, like, he wouldn't fold the chair up, he would just drag the chair, and he would drag this fucking bag with him, then he had another bag draped on his body, and he was just moving so fucking slow, and it was just pissing me off, it was like, it was making me, like, mental, like, it's like, that I'm stuck behind this guy, even though none of us are going anywhere, it's just like, I don't want to be stuck behind this guy. And this was in the Trantos line. And then, yeah, I go, and I'm like, I think I got Luke Little, and I was racing back to get Ben Brown, and... This guy is like, he just gets in front of me for the Ben Brown line. Like, I don't know where he came from, but he was just in front of me. And I was like, oh, fuck. And like, I'm trying to like get through, get like go up to the, like through the Ben Brown line. And he's walking like all slow. And I'm just like, God damn it. Like, how did I get stuck behind this guy again? And it was driving me crazy. Um, And uh, there was another line where then I think the next line I got into, he was behind me. Um, and so I was like, you know, I was like, you know, goodbye. Sorry. Like, you know, I'm done with you. I'm like, I'm past you, thankfully. Um, real quick. So yeah, I I got a little ahead of myself, but at the Luis Vasquez line, Jack, something funny happened. There was like a mom with like three kids and they were like all wearing like little league jerseys, um, or baseball jerseys, whatever, like their own league. And, um, they wanted to get a picture with Luis Vasquez. Um, and the mom, like, you know, she has the phone out. She's like looking at him, like trying to get them all to squeeze, you know, push, push in, push in, like get squeezed together. And, um, they're getting like, they're getting in, in line. Luis Vasquez, like kind of link leans forward to like get in the picture. And then for some reason, the, the mom just like t- tilts the camera, like a Dutch tilt. Like, I don't know if people like know cinematography or camera composition well, but like it, 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 she was like Spike Lee out there. Like if you watch, like, <laughs> like do the right thing, like, when there's these like tense moments in the in the movie, he films it in a Dutch tilt. So it's basically like you you line the people up and you just tilt it like maybe like forty five degrees to one to the left or to the right. And for some reason, she like tilted the 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 shot. I'm like, is this is a weird artistic choice 
for like a shot of like three kids and a baseball player. And yeah. like, I don't know if she was trying to like squeeze them in, but like she got the shot, like lined up perfectly and then would just tilt it to the right. And I'm like, what, what the hell is this? Like, um, so it was, it was, it was kind of odd, but, uh, but yeah, that was that when they're going to look at those pictures, I'm, I'm, I have to imagine they're going to be like, mom, why, why'd you take these pictures like this? Like they're all weird. That's um, funny. So, so yeah. So, um, yeah. And then real quick for Alcantara, um, again, it was the end of the day. They were really trying to shuffle people along for Alcantara. His time was almost up. So like a mom and a son came, were in front of me. They got called up to Alcantara. Alcantara like took his, he had his, both of his hands out and he was like holding his index fingers up and like, kind of like, like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like he was like, kind of like, like directing them to, to hurry up and go faster. He was doing it in like a playful way. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And then like, he was just doing that, like kind of nervous, like, all right, who's next? Who's next? All right, here we go. There we go. I'm going to sign it. There you go. Thank you very much. Like he was doing stuff like that. Um, not saying all that, but that was his, like his body language. Yeah. Um, and then it was my turn. The, the mom and the son finished. And then it was my turn. I started walking up to him and he goes, what's up, my boy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then he just signed for me and he did this like quick sign and then just like, kind of like, ended the the signature with like a flare of the marker you just like 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 sashayed it up in the air and like i actually had two cards for him to sign but it was such a hurry that i was just like eh, one is fine um he was kind of difficult he was definitely difficult to get in south bend so like he's kind of like i don't he's kind of a weird guy kind of not the friendliest did, did you guy. get him in south bend i did i did i got him on a really nice card actually so it was cool, but I, this was another card that I really wanted him to sign. So I got him and like the other one I was like kind of mad about. So, um, I got him and it was cool. And, you know, I figured at that point I was already like fucking like 30 autographs in for the day. So I was like, it, it's fine. He can sign. Yeah. Yeah. When I got his autograph, uh, yeah, he, he definitely had a herky jerky, like kind of body, body language about him. Uh, he picked up my pen and like the, the cap, like, you know, detached from the marker and the marker just dropped and almost dropped right on the card so that would have like ruined the card if like it would have got just an ink splotch on it anyway it didn't happen he signs for me again real quick he gives me the uh the the marker back and he goes god bless you um (laughs) and you know i was like thanks he said something to me before that too and it might have been like what's up my boy like he might have said something Something like that. I just like yeah. I, he was hard to understand. Um, yeah. Anyway, though, whatever. Got him, and I sold out for him. Jeremy at five. I was like, he's the line I want to get into because, like, if he's difficult in South Bend, like, I'm never gonna get him any yes. other time. So I think I, I got the, him. Yeah, I think that was. Yep. I think getting uh, Canario and Alcantara was the right move there because y- yes, those guys will probably be hard to get in person, like outside. Yeah. So I, I agree. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a crazy, crazy situation there for that day. It was, uh, and then it wasn't quite over yet. So we got, we went, went back up to the lobby. We're like, well, you know, what should we do? Should we, should we stay? Should we call it a, a night? What, what, you know, what do we do? I think we we went and maybe did a, a couple of laps of like that floor, mm-hmm. and then we we saw uh, we saw Glendon Rush first, um, right you by know, the by, front, by Shula, right by, by the Shula, exit, yeah, yeah, by Shula's Steakhouse. And then there was a guy in a Blackhawks jersey, and then he started signing for people. And I was like, dude, is that Traxel? And then you're like, yeah, it's Traxel. Like, it's Trax. So we went up, we got Traxel, uh, and then we, we actually went away from those guys again. And then we saw another guy with them, um, and we're like, you know, who is that? Is that a player, too? And you're like, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's Brian McRae. 
Um, and so we went up to McRae and we got McRae and it turned out like the three of them were together and like they were waiting for an Uber. Like when, when I, when I went up to get McRae, I heard, I heard Glenn and Rush say four minutes. Um, so like, yeah, we, we, we ca caught them probably on their way out of Shula's, um, like getting an Uber to maybe the black, presumably the Blackhawks yeah, game. Cause, uh, yeah. cause Traxel had the, uh, the, the Jersey on and they were playing that night. Um, uh, yeah. And so like, if we had been like five minutes later, like getting there, we wouldn't have got those guys, but we, we did. So that was, that was cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was funny. Like we were just like, oh, there's Glenn and rush. And then it's like, oh shit, that's Steve Traxel. And we yep. had already kind of put our, I put away my, my, my book and I even yeah. like put it in like this like Ziploc container that I keep it in. So I had to like bust it out really quick and like we weren't sure we were going to get Traxel like if we would miss him. But I started kind of just heading over to him like as I already was as I was getting the book out and like you were you were behind me and like we're like fucking hey we got Traxel and like because when we talked to the Peoria Mope on Friday, he said like, Oh yeah, Trexel came through. I got Traxel and we were kind of pissed yep. about that. And now Steve Traxel was doing a signing on Sunday, but again, you got it. If you can get him, get him. So, um, so we got Traxel and then again, I put my book away again in the Ziploc thing. And then we saw Brian McRae. So we had to bust it out again. I already had gotten McRae at a, at a, at the card convention, uh, in November. So it was, it was whatever, but I had a cool card of him, like this bazooka Joe card. Um, so I got him, I busted it all out again and got him then. And so like, that was a really high, high moment to like leave Saturday on, I would say. Yeah. Jeremy, when, when you realized your book was in there, you said something, I can't remember, but you're like, my book is buried in here or something, <laughs> something like that. You knew you had to act fast. So, yeah. 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 I had a lot of stuff in there. So, um, we were able to get them and it was all good, but, uh, but yeah, so that was a really good way to end Saturday for sure. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, six thirty or something maybe yep. at that point. And, but again, after Friday and after Saturday, it's just like, go home and fucking recoup because you got one more early morning and it's Sunday's only a couple hours, but still it's like, it was a lot. Um, so it I was, was able to actually go home and have dinner with my wife, which was nice. Um, nice. and, uh, I got a little more sleep, but not that much more. I think I got five hours that night, but, but yeah, I probably could have stood to go to bed a little earlier, but, uh, but yeah, so went home one final push Sunday. Sunday was the coldest day by far. It was like, zero degrees but there was a crazy wind chill and it, oh. it it actually the feels like temperature was minus 31 jack jeremy the walk from the parking garage to the yeah. hotel was just absolutely brutal punishing I, cold yeah i feel like that's what kind of did you in on sunday that that walk. yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't feeling too good i i did not get a lot of sleep and i i had a few glasses of wine uh when we got home so or when i got home so yeah i was just i was just not not feeling not feeling very very not feeling it on sunday yeah for sure so um, it was funny because instantaneously we, we were split up. <laughs> like yep. we, we went down there. Like I, I, we were talking about a whole game plan about who we were going to get. And like, I go to get in line for, for Pablo Aliendo and Moises Ballesteros and Jack just is like, I'm going to go get some coffee, man. And like, that yeah. was the last time I saw him until the end of the day. That's funny. Well, actually, no. That was the last time I saw you, I think, because. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I saw you when I came down to get Stoddard. Did I? No, I maybe from like across the room we saw each other or something, or like yeah. when we were in two separate lines, maybe we saw each other. But <laughs> that's funny. I didn't even put that together. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, we like only saw each other for like 
inside of the hotel, we only saw each other probably for like 10 minutes or something that yeah, whole day. Yep. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, so I get in line to get Aliendo and buy Asteros, uh, these two prospects for the Cubs. And, uh, Jack, there was a guy in like line D or something. And he was yelling, like, I don't know what was up with this guy, but he was like, you know, like he looked, he was turned to the back of the room. And he's like, Hey, Walter, Walter. And like, he's like shaking it. He's like waving his hands in the air and like, it's quiet. It's nine. It's like eight 30 in the morning on Sunday. Everyone is dying at this point. And this guy's like yelling, like, Hey, Walter. And like a guy from the Cubs, it's actually the guy who looks like it's like the poor man's, uh, Patrick wisdom, the guy who works sure. for the Cubs. He went over to him and like, I see him like doing his hands, like settle down, settle down, like keep it yep. down, keep it down. And the guy like kind of doesn't really register it. And then like five minutes later, he's like, Walter, Walter. And like, he's Jesus. waving his hands and the guy comes over again. He's like, Hey, settle down, settle down, man. And like, eventually this guy comes up to him and like, you know, they like, they talk or whatever and they get in line together. But it was, it was, it was really goofy. And it was, but at that point in the weekend, it was like, okay, whatever. Um, so, so then like, let me just look here really quick. So then I got, um, I got Aliendo and Ballesteros. Yeah. I ended up getting Ballesteros. So I, I came down at at one point and got him. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, did you, and what you, you didn't have anything for Aliendo? Did you just say I didn't, like, I did not, you gave me the Ballesteros. I didn't, I didn't have anything for Aliendo. Did you say anything? To, did you like, sorry, man, I don't got you or, I, you know, I did. And I think he was just like, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, so yeah, that, it was one of those scenarios, but yeah, I got, uh, I got, I, I got Ballesteros. So that was cool. I was in line later on for Birdsell and Shaw. And the guy was like, the guy said to me, he's like, what do I do if I don't have anything for bird cell? Like, what do I yep. say? And I'm like, just tell him you got him Friday, you know, or just tell yeah. him I got, I got him already. And right. I said like, again, it's like, it's one less autograph. These guys have to sign. I don't think they mind at all. No. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, so, um, I got, uh, Aliendo and Ballesteros. Um, and then this is when I saw that Bob Dernier was signing with Glenn and rush. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I happened to re up on Glenn and rush just for the hell of it. And I'm glad I did because I wanted to get Dernier because the, the Dernier card he signed for me the first time was, was totally like nice. It was totally fine. But I had two other cards that I wanted him to sign. And, um, I wanted maybe, I wanted to see if maybe the first one was rushed a little bit. Um, so I went up there and I got Bob Dernier to sign two more and I got Glenn and Rush to sign another one. The card that I signed, that Glenn and Rush signed, is actually cool. It's like his rookie card on the Royals, and uh, he looks really—he looks way different than he does now. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were talking about. I think Dernier saw saw it, and he asked him. He's like, oh, "I didn't know you were drafted by the Royals." And he's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Who were you drafted with?" And he's like, "Oh, really good guy, Sweeney." Uh, um, you know, he named uh, Damon, whatever. I forgot who he named. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we were really good, man. And uh, they were talking about that, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, and then then I go to get in line for um, Giovanni Soto at stage A. And some guy, Montero was signing at 9 a.m., but there was a crazy long line. But yeah. one of the Cubs workers goes like, uh, there's no line for Miguel Montero. And so I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll go get Montero. Like, I brought a card for him. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like it would be cool to get an inscription, and he had he had a lot of people, so he went through them real quick. Um, and so I get up there and like there's no one in line, so I'm just like kind of zigzagging through the line and getting up there. And um, I I I have a card I put it in front of him. I'm like, 
I at the last I probably should have just asked him to, to do twenty sixteen World Series champs. But at the last minute I go, um, Miguel, could you could you write We Are Good? Yeah. And he goes he goes like he goes like no. And like then he signs it and then then he adds the inscription. <laughs> but, really? That- that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so it was another awkward it wasn't as awkward as the first one. Um if yeah. you guys recall when I asked him about the like what a fucking game and he didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. This one I go like, can you add this inscription? And he looked annoyed and he's like, No. And like it, he shook his head like, Ah oh, man, why are these people asking me for this? Yeah. And he just like he's like, No, and he shook his head and then he signed, then he added it. So <laughs> it was really funny. It's a little it's not the like the most legible, like the prettiest one he's ever done. But like, I got him to, to add it. So that was pretty cool. Um, so, so yeah, I got those three during the nine o'clock hour. It's funny. Cause I got in the Soto line and then I jumped out really quick to get Montero. So then I get back in line and like, no one had passed me in line during the time I got Montero. That's how quick in and out I was. Yeah. And so there was a guy in front of me in line. That's like, kind of like, he looked like a biker kind of guy. He had like long hair, like in a ponytail and like a beard. And he's like, yeah. Hey, did you get so, did you get Montero? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, man, right on. And so I started talking to him and he's like, he, I was like, Oh God, man, it was so freeze. I'm, I asked him like, Hey, would you stay at the hotel? And he's like, yep, I did. And I'm like, well, you know, I was out there in that cold this morning and it was, it was rough. And he's like, Oh man, it's like, I'm a union roofer, man. I understand the weather. And like, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, you, I get it. And like, we were talking about whatever, just BSing like about getting autographs at the park. And I'm like, I think he said he wanted Hendrix. I'm like, Hey, if you ever go to a game, you know, you might be able to get Hendrix. He's pretty good at signing. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I get to about three, four games a year. I try to. And I'm like, he said something about Cincinnati. And I'm like, are you from out that way? And he's like, no, I'm from South Bend, whatever. And so we were, then we were talking about the South Bend Cubs and um, we were talking about the, uh, the Cubs convention itself. And then I said like, yeah, man, I went last year, man. And I'm addicted. And then, yeah. and then I was starting to think, I'm like, oh, maybe this guy might actually have like addiction problems. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't throw out the word addicted like that. Sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that was kind of funny. And then he's like, yeah, man, I, I've been doing great. He's like, I got 12 autographs. And uh, I was oh, like, God. and I was like, Ooh, I'm like, I, he, I'm glad he didn't ask me how many I got, but I was like, yeah. 12 man i got that in like two hours yesterday but yeah no for sure he did i did he did kind of get some quality guys like i think he got steel and okay and horner maybe and so he was in line for a while but um but yeah so we we get in line i ended up getting uh soto then uh i go over and i get jody davis um and yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of who, who I got during the ten o'clock hour. Jack, did you nice. have anything else during that time? N- uh, no, I was waiting for Stoddard and Otto uh, during yeah. that time. I was thinking about getting Soto, but his line was like crazy long, so I didn't it, I didn't I didn't bother. That's um, right. So you I were still, yeah, yeah you you were talking about getting in that line, and I was like, I'm like, for most of the guys you can get in, but actually Soto is one of those guys. I don't know for what reason it didn't seem like he was signing that slow, but. I don't think he got through his whole overflow line, so no. That was uh, yeah, that was uh, that one would have been a rough one, I guess. No, for sure. Um, so yeah, as I was walking around, uh, there was this kid who had built this Lego structure of like oh, yeah. Gallagher Way, um, with like just the stadium and like all of the surrounding restaurants and like you know the apartment rooftops. buildings yeah. that are 
that are around Wrigley Field, the rooftops and stuff. And it was it was cool. It was a cool Lego structure. Um, and I, I took a picture of it because I thought it was neat, and I, I like Legos. Um, but, like, I was, I, I was passing two guys, and they were talking, and uh, uh, one, one of the guys said, yeah, he's selling that thing for 50000 And then the other guy's like, yeah, that's, uh, you know, th- that's a hard to build the Legos or whatever. So it was like, uh, I don't know what the follow-up comment was, but it was obviously referring to the Legos. But it's like, is he really selling it for 50000 Like, who would, who would pay $50,000 for that? Um, so I don't know. It just seemed like two idiots, like, talking, <laughs> not, not knowing what they, were, what they were talking about. So right. that was just kind of a funny thing I heard in passing. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, uh, I, got, I got in the Stoddard and Otto line. Um, I was one of the first people in that line. Um, so it was not a long wait. And Tim Stoddard uh, is the only player to uh, have a World Series ring and a uh, uh, an NCAA championship ring. I believe I think Kenny Lofton also played in the NCAA championship, but I'm not sure his team won. Okay. Um, those are the two guys who've done it. They've played in a World Series and an NCAA championship. I think Stoddard's the only one that has a ring from both. Anyway, uh, the 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 team he played on, he was a starter on the 1974 NC State team that beat Marquette in the in the finals so Marquette was the national runner-up that year um they would go on to win in 77 uh, Marquette would but anyway um so I, I was like I want to talk to Stoddard about that since you know obviously I'm a, a huge Marquette fan um and I, I my dad was um I think a student there in in 74 um just he was born in 53 so that the, the math adds up um but anyway uh so yeah I, I said to Stoddard when I got up there I was like Hey, my dad was a, a student at Marquette when you guys beat him in '74, and Stoddard went, "Oh, t- tell him I'm sorry." Um, <laughs> and then I was like, "I was like, well, you know, they they won in '77, so uh, you know, I think he's he's good." And and Stoddard's like, "Yes, they did." And he goes, uh, you know, he goes, "Oh yeah, they were great." Frank McGuire, I think he meant Al, and so like I, I oh, no. you know, I, I let I let it go. You know, we didn't need another McKnight on our hands, but I was like, "Oh, did you did you uh, did you ever meet Al McGuire?" And he's like, he's like, "Yes, I did." And uh, and then he goes, he goes. You know, uh, you know, Bo Ellis is the only guy I ever bounced off of. Um, Bo Ellis was a, a player from Marquette on that team, and I was like, uh, I was like, oh, oh, really? He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, back then I was playing at about uh, at about two thirty-five, and you know, guys weren't that big back then. But uh, yeah, Bo Ellis, he was the one guy I couldn't push around. Um, <laughs> and I was cool. like, I was like, oh, nice man, that's that's cool. Like that was a really cool story. He was he was obviously really down to like talk about that. I'm probably the only person who asked him about that all day. Um, but that was, yeah, it was a dope interaction. It was like the kind of interaction you would want. And it was funny the whole time, like he was talking, um, cause like I was ready to move on after I, after we just had our initial thing, but he kept going. And then like Dave Otto was just sitting there and Dave Otto was listening to the story and he's like, Oh, Oh man, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> and then like, I was so distracted by Stoddard that I didn't see fricking Dave Otto sign my card with a black Sharpie. So... <laughs> I was like, Otto gives the card to me. I was like, ah, oh, shit. But anyway, it was a, whatever. <laughs> Worth it. It was a fun interaction. Seems like Dave Otto comes every year, so I'll just try to get him next year. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool, Jack. Yeah, that's, um, you know, again, that's like one of the cool things about the signings that you get like a little time where you can ask a guy something like that. Yeah. Um, you know what was actually funny is like I ran into someone who was saying like I was in line for Stoddard and like they were taking a long time and <laughs> someone was like you know they were talking to people for a long time and I wanted to be like hey man I get it you want to get their autograph but just kind of move on and I'm like I wonder if he was yep. talking about Jack 
Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What's What's funny is because I had moved on to Otto like after I said the initial thing, and Stoddard just kind of kept going. So yeah, yeah. That was a uh, that was funny. That was a cool one. But that that one was on Stoddard, not me. So oh yeah, he was cool. No, for sure. And I was thinking like I remember like last year I got them. They were both together last year too, which was kind of funny. Okay, uh, they, they paired them up and like you know they didn't have a crazy long line. Their line this year was actually longer than last year. Um, but I was like. Yeah, I was kind of. Uh, I figured you'd have a, you know, you'd have a chance to have a good interaction with Stoddard because mm-hmm. I figured they would. They weren't going to be shuffling through their line like like too crazy. So that's right. cool. That's cool that you got to talk to him uh, about that stuff. I, you know, yeah. Um, you of all people to be able to talk about uh, the basketball like that was was pretty cool. So hell yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's cool, man. Um, yeah. During that hour, so okay, so then that was craziness that hour so it was the last hour of the whole convention um i was going to try to get i don't even know who i was going to try to get maybe maybe shaw i mean i I wanted to get Otto and stoddard but i was like gonna try to get matt shaw also they moved matt shaw and brandon birdsell from stage b to stage d okay so then they were right next to horton and mcgarry kate horton and and, uh, hayden mcgarry um I initially thought that they split up Birdsell and Shaw. Like, I thought they kept Birdsell at stage B and moved Shaw to D. So I get in line in stage D, and, like, you were in line for Otto and Stoddard. We were texting, and I'm like, I'll be able to get them after Shaw, no problem. Uh, let me get Shaw, because I really – I wanted to get one more card. I brought a new card for Shaw. Like, he's going to be – he might play in the majors this year. Like, he's yep. – you Yeah, know, that's, that's what everybody seems to be saying. Yeah, and he's going to be huge. And if he's at the Cubs convention next year, he's going to have a crazy line like Pete Crow Armstrong. So I'm like, let me just get as much Shaw as I possibly can. I got him in South Bend, but he had no cards at that point. So I'm like, he's been since, since been in Bowman. So let me just get as many cards of him as I can get signed. So I was in Shaw's line. I was talking to some people. And um, I look across, and at stage B, there's a guy signing. And there was I was talking to this guy in front of me, and he's like, who's signing like who's over there who's over there and i'm like yeah they moved it all around man it's all crazy i don't even know it's like stoddard and and otto are moved over to this other stage and and like he's like who's over there and i'm like well that's that's ray burris and hal mccray i mean uh, brian mccray and he's like oh but who's over at that one and i look and it's fucking pedro strope yep and like i was like whoa like pedro strope is out here like so pedro strope only had one signing during the weekend and it was um it was a season ticket holder only mm-hmm. signing. So I was like, well, I'm not going to get him, which sucks because like I didn't get him last year because he was signing with Miguel Montero and their line was crazy long last year. It's like that's when I realized that anyone from the 16 team is going to get a bunch of people in line no matter who they are. Yep. So I was kind of, you know, I kind of accepted I wasn't going to get Strope, but he's an essential guy to get if you want the 2016 team. You know, he didn't, Madden didn't have faith in him that World Series, but he was a long time part of that team, maybe one of the best Cubs relievers of all time. So it was cool to get him, um, or it was cool that he was signing. So I was like, I'm like, this Sean Lane just started moving, and I'm like, do I try to get Shaw and then get him? And I'm like, no, man, just get the guy you don't have. So I jumped out of the Shaw line. Got in the strope line, got at the very, like, kind of got early on in the overflow line, and I got him, and I asked him to do the 2016 inscription. He did it, the World Series champs, and, like, that was, like, that's maybe my prized card of the the weekend. It was, like, maybe because it was just such a big surprise, but it was an awesome way to end Sunday. 
uh, for sure. So I got um, Strope. I was so hyped about that. And then I wanted to get Otto and Stoddard. So I was like, let me just get them real quick. Um, I got both of them. Um, I got a really cool Stoddard card signed. So that was cool. Um, Otto was like looking at my cards and like he was like looking at the sideways card that this horizontal card I had. And it was like Yancy Almonte's rookie card. Huh. Yeah. I brought that just in case. And I'm like, oh, this one right here, Dave. And he's like, no, I know. It's like, I'm just looking at the rest of them. And yeah, uh, nice. he almost was like snippy about it. And he's like, no, nah, let me look at him. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Last year, Howery and Glenn and Rush looked at like the other cards on my page too, which was nice. kind of cool. And, and so did Fergie nice. Jenkins. Um, but um, <clears throat> so I got Otto and Stoddard. Then I was still able to get into the Matt Shaw line, and I got Matt Shaw and Brandon Birdsell anyway. So Jesus. it was another one of those – it was like a Michael Bush situation where, like, I put him off, and, like, I still was able to get him. I got Shaw. Like, they went through their line real quick. I got Shaw on this awesome card, got Birdsell, and then that was um, that was it. That was it for the convention for the autos. I got, got those guys. I sat down in the back of the room on a chair. I got all my shit together. And then, like, you were already gone, and so, like, yeah. So, you at some point when I was in line for Shaw, I think you were just, like, after you got started, you were you, you took off, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was cashed, Jeremy. I don't, I don't think I took you seriously enough about the toll this takes, so I'll, uh, I'll know better next time. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll know better for next year. Yeah, I was, like, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to be, like, one of those, like, dude, seriously, man, you got it. Like, it's going to be crazy. Like, I didn't want to be, like, that crazy about it, but I was, like, trying to emphasize as much as possible. But uh, now you know. Yeah. Um, you know what that what that room is like. It can be kind of overwhelming. Yeah, um, I didn't go to that room last year. So, uh, yeah. yeah, honestly, man, both uh, – so I guess, I guess just to give, like, final thoughts, like, both days – in the morning, like when it was yeah. really crowded, I was just like, I don't know if I can be in here right now. Like I, you know, yeah, it's, it's like just, it's just a, ba- it's a bad scene. It's, it's an intense scene for sure. Um, yeah. You just got to fucking jump in there, dude. And like get banged yep. around a little bit. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, getting three guys at nine o'clock on Saturday morning was a good, just jumping into the deep end a little bit. Yeah. But like, yeah, man, it's just like you wear a, you wear a, you know, you wear out a track in the carpet from going in that circle the whole time. Um, sure. Just from going, getting getting in line, getting spit out, going right back in line. And, like, I was at it nonstop. This this year I actually went upstairs, you know, briefly to get Gary Matthews and Bob Denier. But, like, it's, uh, it's crazy. I think next year we might be able to utilize something where one of us holds a place in line, you sure. know, like so we could get some of those, like, PCAs or, you know, someone else. Um, and then we can see who's signing early to decide if we want to get there that crazily early, but yeah, maybe spend the night Friday to, to Saturday that the hotels were not the ho like we could have got that hotel for like 90 bucks, like yep. in the area. That's pretty reasonable, I would say. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we can, we can kind of, uh, take the notes from this year and see what we do next year. But, uh, it's, it's, it's grueling. I texted Chris about it and he's like, and Chris is like. He's probably like 15 years younger than me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, he's a good 10 years younger than both of us, whatever. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm like bedridden the whole day after one of these, one of those conventions, man. So like, you know, it's, it's always grueling like that. So he, um, you know, he was uh, sympathizing. Like it made me feel better that someone 
significantly younger than me was like you know kind of cashed after that so yes yeah man it's uh it's intense but uh yeah i mean jack i i ended up with you got your final totals yeah i do so not counting the two marquee ones that i got so you know i got men at least Meniker and boog as well so but uh and uh, players i got 24 players yeah very nice I don't know. This number is insane, Jack. My final total. Oh, um. So I didn't. I didn't. I just counted total. You're you're, almost, you're embarrassed to say it, aren't you? Well, I don't want to like. I don't want to be like. I don't want to trump your number or anything. No, but it's fine. I know you got more than me. I got sixty-four autographs, Jack. Jesus, I was I was expecting twice as many as me, not three times. Yeah, I you I think um maybe unique guys i got 47 i have i wrote down 47 on my sheet of paper here so i i want to say my unique number was like 50 something honestly but um yeah yeah i mean i'm just saying that's what you can do if you are fucking sick in the head like i was during the weekend yeah dude so i i guess for some symmetry for this podcast it's like you know tom ricketts said like the number one thing people asked for was more opportunities for autographs yeah it's like there's a lot of opportunity if you are if you care to take it yeah yeah and that's just that's kind of my mindset going in it's like you can do it different ways you could stay in line all all day and get steel and swanson like i mean i i really wanted we both really wanted swanson yeah and like if if we could have waited in line for three hours to get swanson if we thought that we we would have guaranteed to get swanson for waiting three hours we might have done it but like um by the time we got there at 8 45 it was already too late for the 11 o'clock signing so you know, there's a couple ways you can do it. Like the guy from South Bend, he was he he camped in line like uh, for a long time and got some some guys. But um, you know, like there's just a bunch of guys you can get. So like that's just uh, that's just my mindset, and I just, just went for it, and that's what I ended up with. So well, yeah, like you said, quantity over quality, and you know, but but still, it was a yeah a nice haul, and I mean, shit, I was happy with twenty twenty four until I heard that number. But yeah, it's <laughs> you know. You know it's no, it's, it's, it's fine. And that was, I, like I said, I took breaks too. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good though. And I'll, I'll take 24 autographs in two and a half days and any time. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, there's, I was getting, I got a couple duplicates. I got a couple like guys to sign, like, like I had magical do three. That was the most, I had a couple guys do two. Um, I got some guys repeats from last year, but like, um, yeah. It was uh, it was cool for the guys who I got that were like unique that I never gotten before. Strope was awesome. Aram was yep. awesome. Grim was really cool to knock out. Grim is a little more expensive in person than you would, or I mean, at a paid signing than you would think. He's like forty bucks. Wow. Okay. Um, and then plus another twenty for the inscription. So like, you know, uh, it, those those three stood out to me. Madrigal and Wicks or Madrigal and Wisdom were, were good to knock out. So, um, and then getting a bunch of those customs signed. And then of course, Napoli too. Napoli was huge. Yeah. Na- Napoli was uh, kind of a white whale. Um, so, uh, it was, it was good to finally get him. We don't have to worry about trying to get him during the season or be disappointed every time he doesn't sign. Yeah, exactly. We could just yell something like weird to him or something. Yes. But, yes. uh, yeah. So anyway, so that was the Cubs convention guys. Uh, it's insane. I mean, like if you are ever thinking about doing it, you know, it's pretty awesome. 
uh, even if you're not a, a Cubs fan, a died in the wool Cubs fan, there's some guys like Manny Trio and uh, McCray and like guys and Stoddard who like transcend just the Cubs, you know. So it's uh it's pretty awesome. Um, so uh, so yeah, it should be cool next year. Um, and uh, we'll have another couple episodes about it next year too. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sure will. Um, so yeah, we don't we don't quite know what our next event is going to be. Um, you know, spring training will be starting up soon enough, but we'll try to get to something within the next couple weeks. But I think we're both pretty cashed from the convention and also from uh, from all the recording we we did we did of it. So I think it's about time for us to sign off. Yep, that's right. So uh, for rain delay for rain delay theater, I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. We'll see you next time. Later.